welcome, welcome. So we are, to give you guys a little bit of a heads up and a warning, I should say, we are recording this day of basically live in the moment. Arlo just went down for a nap. Our toddler's distracted with TV. We're going to bust out this episode, try to like knock it out smooth sailing so that no editing is needed no and we can just go ahead and publish and upload because we didn't get to our normal tuesday night recording last night we're here though we're here we now, showed though. up oh man so what's today's episode about babe it's about the power of no you know that because we tried recording this we three tried. times last night and you know what <laughs> we actually took our own advice and we said no we did yes so today's episode is about the power of no and i used this line a couple times when we were trying to record last night but since no one heard it i'm gonna use the line again so we did invent this concept it is ours tm trademarked yeah i don't know if you guys have ever thought about it this way but like there's a lot of power behind the word no and that's completely our own original thought yeah hashtag zappo chats original yes no it's actually a very common very common (laughs) it is we are in fact not geniuses we're gonna reinvent the wheel today and talk about why no is so important so yeah we're gonna be talking about um sort of how our experience embracing that word over the last year and the importance behind it and when we use it and i think it's something that's not talked about you know um anything you want to say before i start rambling no i think you're right let's just jump right into it but i think you're right that over the last year the ability and the, the necessity to say no and be able to say no is so much more important than i think it was in our lives um just a year or two ago because yeah. things have the way we structure our lives now like we're responsible for it and so if you can't say no you're going to be doing everything mm-hmm. that everyone asks there's a lot of pressure with it it's just uh, it's so important to be able to, to manage that yeah i was telling jordan i think like there is this stigma or like expectation i feel like when you're um a parent and a working parent you often hear you can't do it all you know like i feel like that's something i heard growing up like you can't do it all you can't have it all um and so you sort of start to have this view that you either have a career or you have a family and you can't do both of them successfully and i as i became an adult i like strongly disagree with that i think you can do both but you just have to know when to set boundaries and you have to know when to say no. You have to know what you say yes to, know what to say no to, um, and give yourself the grace and allowance to do that. And I think prior to this last year, I was somebody who like never said no. Like, remember what, what's the movie with Jim Carrey? Is it called Yes Man? Mm-hmm. When that came out, remember, didn't we see it in theaters together yeah. when we were dating? And um, it like, I felt like that movie was like, it kind of glorifies it. And, you know, and a lot of things like the, a lot of topics like that do, um, where it's like, I'm going to say yes to everything. And I think that's a cool concept in itself too. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, you end up feeling like you have to say yes or have to overload your plate or else you're missing out on potentially something great. And for me, I was somebody who always loved taking on every project. I never wanted to look like a slacker at work. So I like would never set boundaries there, would try and um, 
you know, in my personal life or side projects, I would never set boundaries with like content creating. So I was just burning myself out. I was like working a lot during the day, making content at night, and then becoming a parent and trying to do it all and do it all full throttle. And you just can't like you can do it all, but you can't do it all 100%, you know? Yeah. And I think too, you have a healthy uh, dose of FOMO. And so I think the inability to say no can really hurt you if you uh, are someone who doesn't want to miss out because you like, at least for me, like there's a lot of power, I think, in the ability. And right now we don't socialize anyway because of COVID. But back when we used to socialize, like sometimes being like... Back when we used to socialize. Yeah. Sometimes being like, no... Pre-2020. Yeah. I'm not going to go out tonight. I'm going to stay home and rest. Like that's a, I would an never, example. I would never say that before. And that's an example of like, you're saying no for the right reason. You're yeah. staying home and, and you feel better. And you... But it's, it's not easy. And I think the um, professionally, with kids, socially, the ability to say no is like it's so important and it's empowering in that way yeah and necessary and yeah I think you're right like I have so much FOMO we were I would always make sure we're the last people at the party if you know people were going out we would go out it didn't matter how tired I was or if I wasn't in the mood you know if if it's I mean and I still have it to a certain degree like if it's a sunny day I feel like we need to be outside enjoying the sun you know because I have like a whatever the productive version of FOMO is. Like, I don't I don't fear that I'm missing out anymore. I fear that I'm not being productive, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, but either way, I feel like this last year really opened my eyes to saying no to certain things because you kind of had, we had to, you know, you had to get comfortable with that. Um, and being my own boss for the first time in my life, it's like I have the authority and the power now to be like, no, I'm not going to take on that project. No, I'm not going to put out a video today. No, I'm not going to record a podcast on Tuesday night because it's not good for our mental health in this moment. And um, I feel like so much more of a well-rounded person being able to say no in those moments when it's needed. Yeah. And I think um, it took me I think I started saying no probably earlier than you did a little bit, like, because I had to do with my job. I had a boss that was you know, I had to set boundaries eventually. But I think, you know, you're using the example of you work at home and you have to be able to say no to yourself. I think there's also a lot of power because a lot of, you know, a lot of people are still working in an office or for a company. And for the ability to say no, it sounds like, oh, I don't have a choice. I can't say no to that. But like what I started realizing was that there is a choice. There's, There's things you can say, and maybe it's not a no, I won't do it, but it's no, that's not a realistic deadline or no, Mm -hmm. you are putting too much on my plate. So if you're going to ask me if I can handle this, I'm telling you honestly, no, this is probably too big of a project to do the way you want it. Or no, the workload and expectations aren't worth the salary and benefits that I'm getting from this place. Yeah. And so the ability to see that is also empowering because I think that like, at least for me, I always felt lucky to have a job, which we all are. You're lucky to have a job, but I felt so lucky that I felt like I owed my bosses that. Yeah, you feel like, like I, you're in debt to them. Yeah, and you feel like you have to do everything that they say because they gave you a job. And in reality, like you're actually doing them a service and yourself a service to be like, no, that's actually not very realistic. Like let's let's set some some different boundaries on this of when this can be done and maybe how we do it. And then it helps everybody. But if you never say it and never mm-hmm. speak your mind, I think you and me have talked about this in another episode of like 
you don't get what you want if you don't ask for it. And so saying no is also a way of asking for like, no, it needs to be a different way. And so that's powerful too. I mean, like people who hate their jobs, you can maybe find a little bit of enjoyment just kind of putting your foot down in that job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you have- and not, sorry, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, keep going. Not everybody has, like I recognize not everybody has the luxury of putting their foot down, right? Like, you so it's almost like figuring out where you can say no within your own limits like Mm -hmm. not everybody has the luxury like you did to sort of like give a big f you to your boss and peace out and do your own thing (laughs) you know like it's seriously like you can a lot of people most people work a job they hate because they have to pay the bills you know um but it doesn't mean you can't say no in whatever ways will benefit yourself if you need to maybe it's not with your boss directly maybe it's with doing the dishes i always use the i'm trying to get more people to stop doing the dishes the way i don't do the dishes but you know maybe it's like doing the dishes at the end of the work day or skipping a workout if you need to or um you know i don't know whatever something as simple as like that work is going to be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So maybe you cut yourself off and say, no, I'm not going to work past 8 p.m. tonight. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, especially with so many people working from home this last year, it's like, like I always worked, rem- not always, but for the last few years, I worked remotely even when I was in a full-time job. So I felt comfortable working from home. But I feel like 2020 has made so many people have to figure out that work-life balance and figure out how to turn work off at 5 p.m. Um, and I mean, it's something I struggled with and uh, still struggle with, you know, like, um, but... So I don't mean to switch gears too much, but you had mentioned that this was a really big year for your nose. So what are some of the ones that... <laughs> you felt? put my nose like on my face. No, you said that. no. For, for, for you saying no. <laughs> I'm like, what's what are What are the big no's that you started incorporating in the last year that have helped you? I... Okay, so one thing I... The, the main thing, only because it was somewhat recently, but is saying no to sponsorships when they don't align with my brand and myself. Your personality. Yeah. yeah. And um, so one thing that it's funny in the one episode that we did a Q&A and you guys asked about misconceptions of me and we talked about like you know how people assume we're like loaded i realized after we record that episode actually a big misconception about me is that i take all sponsorships or that you know i'm money focused now that i do sponsored content on youtube or on instagram or wherever um and i feel i think people generally think that of of bloggers when they do sponsored content it's like oh she's all about the money now that's all she cares about but actually i get hit up nonstop for sponsorships or partnerships or collabs that i don't pursue yeah and um recently actually a brand wanted to work with me and we um actually got to the point of of getting to a contract like I was like yes cool sounds like a cool company I'm excited about this um and when we were negotiating over the contract like we set a rate and when we were negotiating over the contract a couple of the things that they added in I didn't feel good about and so I said no I turned down the money and it's I mean it's good money like we could that's a paycheck that I'm turning down because it doesn't fit with what and with what makes me feel good as a business owner and with my comfort levels um and I felt so good after I said no like it felt so icky before that and when I said no to that it was like this I'm that was absolutely the right decision um so I mean that's a big one I think saying no to 
family and traveling this year. Just, you know, aside from like COVID and safety stuff, I think it's been a weight off my shoulders in a way to not have to travel around to see family. And I I feel kind of selfish saying that. Um, But, you know, before 2020, we were always in this state of like, what's the next trip? Who's the next family member we're going to see? Our family is all spread out throughout the country. So if you go see one family member in one state, you're ignoring the other family members in other states and you're like picking and choosing who to go travel to. And it's just been nice that like this year we set boundaries going into the year that we weren't going to do that. And then like, you know, I think just the way the year played out, our family didn't expect us to anyways, but it also has been it's felt good to be like, no, we're not going to travel until X date or, you know, like, no, it's not happening right now. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, and that's something that is not an easy like boundary to set because, you know, we, as our, our own internal, you know, family unit, like we get lonely, we want to see family. And so you have to say no against not only what other people want, but what you want. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. would love yeah, to see I'd our family to to all the time. Like, we want to see our family, but you have to say no because it's what's right and what's best for us, not because it's what we want to do. I mean, well, and I, I think, wish travel was easy and fun, but it's not always that way. Yeah, I think that's a great example of like when you implement the no. Like for me, I haven't seen either of my parents in a long time. Like I would love to see either one of them. Um, I would love to go visit either one of them. Like, yes, I'd love to host them, but like I would love to go to Florida and see my dad or I'd love to go to the Midwest and see my mom and see winter and some seasons. Um, But when I think of the idea of packing up our two kids and either doing a cross-country road trip that far with them or flying in a plane with them, throwing off their schedules, sleeping in a hotel or sleeping in a guest room or whatever, like the the chaos it would cause for them, the discomfort and just the general stress. It's like, nah, I'm good. We'll do a FaceTime and we're good. Like it's just, and it's not that we, you know, it's, you weigh the pros and cons. And if you feel better when saying no, you go with the no, even if it's the hard thing to say. Yeah, for sure. I think that's uh, that's why no is powerful, and that's also why it's important, is that a lot of times using it is not necessarily even what you want to do in that moment. It's like making yourself say no to things because it's what's good for you, yeah. not because it's what you want in that moment or what is going to please people. It's what you know is the right decision, and I think that goes into like the parenting side too. Like We've had to you know, put our foot down with like not not doing certain things that might be easier. Like we've said yeah. no to certain things that like enable the boys or certain things that were easy for us. Like we had patterns that worked, but they weren't the right patterns. They were just like what got us through the short period of time. And yeah. you start to have to say no to, to, to your own, you or know. Or expectations. Yeah. Like parenting, no to, you know, I mean, even things like like potty training right now is a big one I think of like people like we're expected to really focus on that and jump into it and it and like yeah obviously we're gonna potty train our kid he's not gonna be wearing diapers at 30 but you know it's we're setting boundaries and we may say when we tried it it was not a go not a go ahead so we said no put it on pause and we'll revisit it soon when we're ready to, or, you know, as we work it in, whatever we're doing. But I think in the general parenting realm, there can be so much that's expected of you to do X, Y, Z, to do by the book, to do it at this milestone, this deadline, this age. And 
it's okay to just say, no, that's not for me. That's not for my kid. I'm going to try something different. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. And at least for me, like, I think where I use no most effectively is like when Christian's punching Arlo in the head. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I forgot to say, and when we talked about this, I was like, we have got to like preface this episode with like, you know, there's that episode of Working Moms when, um, which if you don't listen, don't watch that show, you should. Because if you listen to this podcast and enjoy it, you probably would enjoy that show. But there's an episode where the moms are all sitting on a blanket in the um, park talking about how they don't approve of the word no and they don't use it for their kids so i should have prefaced this with like that's not what we're talking about in this episode yeah but i told Liv, i said i do use no i use loud no's with christian if i have to but it's because he's it's a safety thing yeah i mean a wild boy um, but yeah, no, I say think... no to saying no, oh. if you don't believe in it, whatever you gotta do. I think for me, the saying no in the, in the last year, the biggest thing I've had to do was say no to accepting meetings, to expanding my schedule, to, sorry, to working days that I've already said I didn't want to work or that I wouldn't work. Like being able to say no is hard for me because not that I'm a people pleaser, but I'm so driven that like if, if someone wants a meeting with me at 6 a.m. on a Thursday, which is I don't work on Thursdays, I'm like, I could probably squeeze that meeting in. I could probably get it done really quick. You're so, like, my biggest fault is that I am too successful. I work too hard. <laughs> no, it's not that. But I am like so, I'm so driven. I want every meeting I can yeah. get. And so it, you it's... have FOMO in terms of business. Yeah, I do. I like do. I have FOMO in terms of productivity. Previous in my previous life before 2020, I had FOMO in terms of socializing. Now I have FOMO in terms of productivity and accomplishments. You have FOMO in terms of it's almost like the saying no is just figuring out where your FOMO lies. <laughs> yeah. saying no. It really is. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, to give a visual for that, when you first started working on your business, however long ago, um, your business partner, you would take calls from him literally at the drop of a hat. Like, remember there was a point where I was like, look, man, if we're in bedtime or like dinner time, you can't just pick up the phone and have an hour long call out of nowhere because he's calling you. Yeah. And that's something Jordan used to do. It's like, oh, phone call. I got to take this. And then however long it went, you'd come back in the room after that um, because you didn't have those boundaries in place. And now you have a specific work schedule you've set for yourself, specific hours of availability, like, you know, you might throw a meeting here and there if, if there's no work way around it. But like, but those are you, now the exception instead of the rule. Yes, yeah. and like that's such progress in terms of you saying no, and it took me saying no to you for you to do that. Whole lot of no's. Whole Man. lot of no's. I feel. Like I wish. Can I, could... I get a yes? <laughs> I mean, the, saying yes is great too. Yeah. Obviously, there are so many things we've said yes to, but I think. I, I just feel like there's a pressure to say yes sometimes. Oh, and for I wanna, sure. I want to, like, alleviate that pressure. 
Yeah, I think, like, even aside from calling this episode, like, about no's, it's really just about boundaries. It's yeah. about protecting yourself and taking care of yourself and your family with boundaries. Protecting your peace. Leaving you guys with the idea of setting boundaries feels good. It's not always easy, but when you have those boundaries, like, there's clarity and, and you it's less stressful. It just feels good. And like, like you said, you can't set boundaries on everything, but where you can find and establish the ability to say no, it feels good. Yeah. And I think um, sort of along the same lines. So we talked about how last night it just wasn't happening with the podcast. So we have the Zappa Chats team has met and reconvened and we have decided we are going to say no to not the podcast overall we are still operating the podcast but we're going to switch days of the week so we've learned Wednesday can be kind of a tricky day for us to get new um episodes out so what day did you say you feel good with Friday I think we should do Friday it comes out on Friday because then we've got all week to record then we've got all week to record and it's kind of like it's a fun or fun podcast it's like you know i feel like i feel like we'll feel more inspired not having it be rushed i also feel like then it's sort of like tgif we beat the heat end of the week celebration i just feel like it's a good vibe for us i feel like it's really good for my brand yeah i feel like it's such a vibe yeah it's really um for you guys uh let us know if it's a vibe for you yeah and but if even it's if not, it's not we say no fucking care. <laughs> see you on fridays so, so yeah we will be back next week we're not taking a break but just if you don't see an episode next wednesday we'll be back friday with a new episode and then we'll have episodes every friday after that yeah and we're gonna have ryan reynolds back on friday so just make sure you guys show ryan up reynolds listen. kylie jenner demi moore all the what a team <laughs> what a fucking team we got what are those three gonna talk about okay <laughs> I I am not feeling awake enough to think of something witty on my feet. I just posted on Instagram that it's 9 a.m. and these kids have already kicked my ass today, so... You're not wrong. I'm just going to get out of this room and go, no! No! All right, see you All right, guys. Yeah. We, we should go, we should leave before Arlo wakes up. So yeah. thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great week and weekend, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye. <laughs>